We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Cavani's going to be lower owned with a higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. And Mbappe's more fun to play because he's not Cavani. Because he's more fun. <laughs> not even giving Mbappe the benefit of being exciting himself. Just, he's just independently fun. <laughs> This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Rotowire, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Tom Devine. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire.com. Joined on this Tuesday night by Tom Devine to talk about some Champions League. Tom, welcome back. It's been a few weeks. Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm happy to be like a little under the weather here, um, but uh, you know I'm gonna power through for you. It's that time of year. That's what happens. Everybody yeah. gets sick. That's why I'm a sum- a spring and summer guy. I have small children. That becomes uh, becomes a bit of a plague. Yep, yep. I have two as well. They're just walking germ fests. Especially once they go to school, it's over at that point. You just you just <laughs> load up on everything you can because kids are disgusting and they're just always sick in the winter. That's my two cents uh, on parenting. Yeah, let's not let's not let's not make it make it out any worse than it is. <laughs> uh, so bad, I'm having a don't third have to one, deal so. with this kind of thing. You're right. You're right. Uh, so we had Champions League today. Um, if you didn't have a lot of Liverpool, uh, it was tough to 
make money. Um, but we were talking before the pod, and I'd like to talk about it now. You played a little more Pick'em today than you usually do. Uh, I have basically gotten off of Pick'em mostly because I wasn't good at it right away, and so I just thought this is going to take up some time that I should be spending on my regular lineups. But how was your uh, expanded Pick'em experience? Uh, well, I lost to Sarah Mech and Red Goat. Which uh, which made it very similar, very similar to uh, the full (laughs) um, the full contest. But uh, I'm glad to hear they're getting good at it because they could really. Yeah, no, they've been they've been working hard at it, I guess. Um, It's funny is I I think I accidentally joined a league last night and uh, and then realized I was pick them and just kind of like clicked through it. And uh, it did give me the ability to play a couple guys that I really liked that I just wasn't going to be able to fit into my other lineup. I mean, uh, I think Quincy Promes for one was, was somebody who I, you know, I kind of was looking at, um, on the full slate. Um, but then on pick him, he, I mean, I think he ended up being kind of chalky for his tier, but, uh, I don't know. It gave me kind of some false confidence and I, and I played a little bit and did okay. Um, but I did think it was, it was an interesting exercise. Um, because you, you know, you, we, we, you'll get caught, uh, in the full slate where you like I had Coutinho for instance um and I had Obama Young but then when I had to go to pick him I had to choose between Obama mm-hmm. Young and, and Coutinho and and I thought that was a tough decision I ended up going with Coutinho which obviously uh saved me I wish I hadn't played Obama Young elsewhere but yeah. um I do think it's an inter- interesting exercise uh, to kind of pit a couple of your, you know, your ideas against each other. And that may help you if you're making, you know, three, four lineups to really, uh, to really isolate who you, who you prefer. Um, Cause you may not, you know, you may kind of glaze over that and leave guys in lineups or, or whatever. Um, so I liked it. I, I don't know how much uh, I'll be playing it. I mean, it's, um, you know, I think it's six total guys. Uh, rather than eight but basically you know that might mean that you don't have to play a punt and a goalkeeper where you probably don't have a whole lot of uh, conviction in the first place so um it's interesting i I, you know as long as the rake isn't terrible i i I thought that there were a lot more uh inexperienced players in there um and maybe you know maybe they could never really worry you in the full slate but they can hang with you a little bit more and pick them so it's I don't know how much I don't know how much edge is there yet. That that's kind of hard to to figure out. Yeah, I think it feels a little better for Champions League just because we have so many options. Right, there's so many options uh, in every price tier, and obviously those options are going to show up in the in Pick'em. But uh, like you said, it, it doesn't. You don't have to worry about what punt goalkeeper you're playing, so you can fit in somebody else. It's you know it's you've got a pretty set or you have the set list that you're choosing from. And uh, it's interesting to hear that it kind of helped you with your other lineups, just in, you know, two guys that you're considering. And if you like them, if you like one over the other and pick them, theoretically you should like them in your regular lineup. Although I guess it depends kind of what you're playing for, but I don't know. I, I didn't play any pick them, but based on how my regular lineups are doing in champions league, maybe I should fully go to pick them <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Well, maybe if we if we have time, and based on our last podcast, I'm not sure we will, but uh, maybe we can kind of breeze through it and and talk through the process, um, you know, because I don't know how interesting cash is uh, to me tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a really 
I mean, it, not that Tuesday's slate was easy, um, but because, you know, if you stacked Madrid or you stacked um, Dortmund, uh, you're not, you didn't win basically anything versus the people who stacked Liverpool. Uh, yeah. Seven goals tends to do that. Uh, so uh, that's but, pretty result result oriented, though. I think it was very easy today to feel comfortable with your team. And I think it's very hard tomorrow to feel comfortable with your team. I think that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, we have basically three gigantic favorites in um, Barcelona, PSG and um, Bayern Munich. Juventus is a pretty big favorite. As are Chelsea, not as big. Um, PSG's away. That's pretty much the only difference I see, but it's not like we're hesitating on them. Uh, so you're obviously looking at Messi, Neymar, uh, the Bayern Munich guys. I mean, Lewandowski is probably the first one you look out for a goal. Uh, they have a few more other cash viable plays that maybe aren't as expensive as the other ones. But uh, do you find yourself thinking of stacking one of these teams as much as you can? Like, I feel like they're not as stack friendly as the ones that we've had today. Um, no, I, I, th I think the, I mean, I think the very, um, it, it's, it's not, it's not tremendously different than when we did the last podcast. It was the same, right, same set group. of teams. Um, the difference here is last time, uh, you know, PSG had Bayern. So we were slightly hesitant on Neymar though. I think we, uh, I think we, you know, hit him, hit him pretty well. Um, PSG was at Celtic last time, weren't I, they? Uh, no, PSG had, was against Bayern last time we did the podcast. It wasn't Barcelona? I promise. Okay. I promise. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I think I'm right. I don't, whatever. Uh, PSG, yeah, I'm right. I'm right. Bayern, I'm right. yes. I'm right. Yes. Anyhow, um, yeah, and then, and then I mean, I ended up going with Dabal and Messi and Cash, and, and they both... Uh, were not good, but they were very highly owned. Some people did opt for Neymar. I went with Neymar a lot more in, in GPP and did well with him there. Mm -hmm. um, I think tomorrow is kind of the same deal, except Dabala is, you know, so far uh, beneath those two. Um, he's a little cheaper as well. Um, but in terms of, like, guys that you're, you're going to gravitate towards, you know, I think you want Messi and Neymar. It, it makes the rest of the construction very difficult, and I don't know if... Uh, frankly, if that's going to be the right way to, to go about things. Um, but there's just so there's so few players that have solid floors with the way that they have elevated the uh, elevated prices based on set pieces that, uh, you know, I think you can I think you can make a decent team with um, Messi and Neymar. Uh, obviously, if you wanted to use Dybala, I think that would uh, it's a decent contrarian move. But, um, you know, if if. If Lucas Mora and Di Maria are both on the bench, then eh, I mean I think you're kind of getting a little cute to not take Neymar. Yep. Um, but we can go game by game. That's just kind of that's kind of where where I I was looking. I don't see any cheap D that I'm really into yet, but there might be, you know, the, like the kid from uh, Feyenoord today that popped up that I had never heard of. Yep. Um, he was fine. Uh, there may be some some cheap D tomorrow that that pop up, but um, right now it seems like, you know, those two guys. 
in the forward slots, cheap midfield, cheap keeper, <laughs> uh, you know, two mid tier kind of players and a cheap defender. And, you know, you hope that it's it just, I think it's so hard if, if, if everybody takes Messi and Neymar, you're literally, you know, you've spent half your budget and now you're, you know, you're kind of going to be, you're tied. Yeah. Well, you're and you're, and you're, you're scrapping with guys that you probably don't really believe in that much. Like, mm-hmm. How confident can you really be with a guy who is deservedly priced at you know thirty five hundred? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we. I, I kind of jokingly said to you a few minutes ago, not on this podcast, about how I think it might be the time to play the uh, backup goalkeeper at thirty five hundred and save your money there because you're at least locking in the zero. Um, I don't think that's really the strategy, but. It's not a GPP play. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems like of the uh, keepers facing the big three, are there any that you are more confident on than the others? So basically, Anderlex, Natsells, or uh, Capino from Olympiacos, <clears throat> or um, who would be the last one? Anderlex. Right. Uh Box or like Bokes yeah. or whatever. Yeah, whoever. Boex? I don't know. Or do you have, um, I like, think I would take him because he's at home. Okay. And, and I could instantly regret that. I don't I don't know if I really want any of those guys. Olympiakos looks horrific, yeah. which could mean that they uh, you know, allow a ton of shots that are pretty good and maybe they save a bunch. I don't know if that's the, the ship I want to go down with. Um, I think there's a couple other keepers that aren't quite as dire. And, you know, if you do fade Dybala, then Patricio from Sporting, like I, I trust Sporting is, to be a little more competitive. And uh, Juventus, I mean, what they just they just lost to Napoli, right? Um, I don't think they're quite as quite as dominant this year. Uh, Iguain hasn't been very good. No. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It, look. It's keeper. We're already we're already five minutes into keepers. Come on. Um, Juventus was the loss to Lazio at home. Napoli oh, excuse beat me. Roma. They're like the same team to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Forget the keepers. It's whoever uh, whoever's left basically. So uh, let's talk about. Um, we'll get off those guys for a little bit. This um, Benfica Man United match uh, because we see. I mean, like Lukaku is obviously very expensive to the point where you're probably not looking at him really if you're considering any of the other upper tier forwards. I mean, it's I find it tough, even with how poorly Suarez is playing. Like, can you really justify paying or saving 200 bucks to get Lukaku when you can have Suarez home against Olympiacos? Or am I giving Benfica a little too much credit? Uh, I mean, you know... It's nice of us to at least talk about Lukaku this time without having to go back. <laughs> um, I, I've I've been continually wrong on on the Premier League and Champions League this year. They've they've been outstanding almost across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I still uh, I'm still hesitant to to take United players tomorrow. I think that their goal odds are inflated by being a Premier League team that just has been completely dominant. Um, and I, and Benfica is not. They're not bad. They're, they're no. third. They're third in 
Iowa Premier League this year, which is about as low as they can go. They're behind Porto and Sporting. Porto and Sporting. Um, And they lost their first two matches, which was pretty bad. This is... This, their backs are against the wall. They're at home. They kind of have to win this match. Um, I don't really like to pick a, a goal-dependent striker against a team like that. Um, I'm not necessarily running to, to play Benfica players. Obviously, Pizzi and Zivkovic were, were very bad last time. Um, you know, is, is Mourinho going to be happy to try to take a point and sit back sort of like he did against Liverpool? Maybe. You know, they don't need this game very much. Um, they're pretty cheap, those two. Pitsy and Zivkovic. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's certainly a chance that one of them plays and one doesn't. Right. Um, uh, I'm not crazy about that, but they could, <laughs> you know, give you eight to ten points in cash. I think they're probably pretty bad GPP plays just due to their nature of not shooting. Um, Douglas is going to play right back. He is 4,200. Um, if you were burned by Almeida, then. Uh, <laughs> At least you don't have to worry about him. Right. I, I think Douglas and Grimaldo are probably fine. You know, sometimes United will will you know, let you take you know ineffective crosses from uh, from defenders in, and so they're not bad. Uh, I don't know. It's I, I think uh, I think I'm probably just going to avoid this game for the most part. Um, you know, if you want to play Ashley Young or Blend as a wing back, if that's what happens, or you know, Rashford's not terrible. Lukaku's not terrible, but they're pretty, they're, they're pretty bad cash plays to me. Mm-hmm. They're just, they don't have the upside in this match that, um, all the other guys do. So if you want to play them GPP, because, you know, they went to, uh, they went to Russia or was it Russia? Yep. Where did they go? Yeah. They went to, to Cheska and dominated and yeah. they won that game in the first like five minutes and, and then didn't let up. So, um, that could definitely happen again. They're they're more talented than Benfica. I just think uh, I think Benfica is is going to be feisty and and uh, I'm just I'm not interested in that match. Right, feisty enough that you are going to fade both of them. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Uh, let's go to that Moscow game. Although I think they're they are still in Moscow, uh, home against Basel. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, our boy Ricky Van Wolfswinkel is out with a I know. it's a broken foot. Which uh, do you, want, do you want to apologize to me about him? Uh, <laughs> you were right. Um, well, you, you said he, you said he had no chance to score. No chance, none. Um, and he scored. He scored, and Oberlin scored twice. Yeah, and so Oberlin is is still in this match. Um, I don't. I mean, I I don't want to chase Basel into Moscow. Right. <laughs> um, but I do like Oberlin overall. I mean, he's cheap. Um. Uh, El Yunasi is really interesting to me. Oh yeah, I I I, uh, I caught myself staring at his. Uh, he plays for Norway, and his game log has San Marino <laughs> in there, which yep. uh, you just kind of have to block out of your mind. But that said, he takes a lot of shots, like a lot of shots. He draws some fouls. Um, I don't know. He's he's probably a reach, but but he's on my radar. And then Riveros is a guy that. I mentioned, and then he went and ruined everything and scored as a sub, which is like the worst possible thing you can do on DraftKings. Because <laughs> um, not only do you not get to play him when you wanted to play him, then they they price things on kind of a per minute. Right. I think more per 90, I guess I should say. Than per start. Uh, so he he went up after that after playing, you know, 10 minutes. But 
Um, Cheska, I'm more interested in. I think Vitinho will be popular. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's the I most expensive can... player in this game at 6,300. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty erratic. Um, so I I think that you know he he certainly is a guy that has a lot of potential to burn you in cash. And I'm not saying I won't use him in cash, but I I am uh, using him with with that fear. Um, but I think it's a, a pretty soft matchup, and they're at home, so mm-hmm. you know, it's not bad. Um, Shenikov and Mario are are fine as wingbacks. Um, I think does Nacho take pens? Uh, I don't know. He how takes some corners, right? When they, he does. He and I think he and Vitinho generally split. Yes. Um, I think Vitinho gets more, but maybe that's just a side they attack on more than anything else. Yeah, we don't have a ton of ton of data for uh, Cheska. And then uh, Golovin, I think, is kind of a sleeper there in, in GPP. He's he's a, he's a really good creative player, mm-hmm. and he'll shoot, and I think that he'll, I mean, he'll be exceptionally low-owned, um, but he could, he could certainly be involved in a goal. Hmm. Okay. Um, any thoughts on Michael Lang after he was starting so far up last week or last game week and scored? Um, I think I'm expecting him to play four at the back okay. away. Um, and I just don't, I, I'm not, I'm not excited to play Basel here. I, I mean, I, I think that, I think they'd be happy with a point They're You know, yeah. they're, they're shooting for for Europa rather than, um, you know, knockout rounds. I think. I mean, they had a pretty substantial win last time. Oh, that's true. I forgot Benfica is yeah. completely tanked. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Basel's <laughs> in the running. Okay, fine. I would uh, kind of look at right. it as at least they need at least a point, so it's not like they. Yeah. But all right. Well, and then they'll be in Basel next next right. round against. Cheska. So if they could steal a point here and then win, then they're in good shape. Yeah, I mean those are the same. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't like Lang. I like I like Riveros, Elianasi, Oberlin. That's the extent of my Basel. And then uh, Cheska, I would probably lean Shenikov, mm-hmm. uh, Vitinho in cash, maybe Nacho Golovin and GPP. Okay, all reasonable. Uh, let's move over to the uh, Chelsea Roma match, which. Could be the best or the most entertaining match. I mean, they're both pretty exciting teams when they're on. Morata um, seems like he's back. I don't. I don't know why they wouldn't start him. It sounds like he was close last weekend. Uh, so it's a big match. He'll play. Yeah. Um, I obviously, I think Hazard's going to start up there with him. I assume Pedro um, and or Willian. Yeah. He looks so bad that I just can't. I can't see justifying playing him or um, starting him at least. Um, Batshuayi may never start again, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. And um, where do you think they go in the midfield? Do you think it's Bakayoko and Fabregas, or do they lo- move Luis up to allow Fabregas to move up a little bit? What do you think they do? I I think it's got to be Fabregas and Bakayoko, and, and you know they're probably not excited to have them playing you know extended minutes back to back like this but they have no other options yeah i don't think i don't think playing louise and, and moving christensen back there is an option this is a huge match for them um who do they have do you know who they have this weekend chelsea 
Yeah. Um, they have. Sure, we could look it up. Um, They're home against Watford. Yeah. So that I mean, if they want to play those kids that they've been talking about, maybe replacing um, uh, Conte, then you know, there's like an American kid actually that hmm. has been making the bench, or at least a USMNT eligible player. Um, <laughs> I mean, Zapacosta is going to be probably on the right. And Alonzo on the left, right? Probably. I mean, they we the last time we thought that Espilicueta got the start on the right side, so and they moved. Uh, that wasn't in UCL, though, was it? I think Zapacosta played in UCL, and then he replaced Moses. I think. It, I mean, I don't know. I think he makes sense. Yeah, I agree. It makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see here. Oh no, he didn't. No, the Atletico match was. Uh, oh, Moses was there for it. Never mind. Okay. Trying to see. It was the Carabag match that Zappacosta came in and scored, which got it from like what 40, 50 yeah, yards out or right. something. Which just all ensured that he would stay above 5,000 anytime he was on a slate. So, yeah, very um, frustrating. Yeah. So, uh, are there any of those guys that like kind of jump out at you? Like, I always have the like Fabregas, I feel like is the cash one that you always look for, but, um, and I, I guess it's really no different this time but I'm not overly excited about 7,200 for Fabregas on this slate. And then, yeah, they're just, they, they didn't, I think pricing was really frustrating for tomorrow. Um, they just, they didn't leave, they didn't leave you much room to, to get that creative. It's like, you know, if you, if you take Fabregas at 7,200, you're going to end up passing on, on Messi or Neymar. And then, I mean, you can, you can make a good, team i guess with like seven to eight k type players for gpp but you can't do that in cash Mm -hmm. so so it makes fabregas almost unattainable whereas if you put him at 6500 6300 i don't know it just it would make things more interesting but the it's it's i don't understand how they go from today where it was very easy to make a team you were comfortable with and you didn't have to punt in literally like half your spots yep. to tomorrow you do. And maybe, you know, maybe they're trying to steer us into choosing one of the two, uh, you know, Neymar or Messi and, and I'm just stubborn, but, um, well, I think the problem is, is that even if you don't go Neymar and Messi and you take one of them and like, even if you go to another one of the, um, upper tier guys, Lewandowski, Cavani, Dybala, like I, you're still not really getting another 8K guy in there. Like I think you're you're still struggling to get Fabregas in there. Yeah, so I don't it's, know. He, it's all he's in no man's he's in no man's land, and right. you know I guess he could always have a goal and two assists, but I'm that happens. I'll tip my hat to whoever has him. Right. Anyone on the uh, Roma side you like? Uh, I like Bakayoko before you. Oh, okay. On. I think you do. I think yeah, I've. I've I've been, I've been, uh, I've been on him a couple times, and yeah. he's just he's cheap, and they keep they haven't moved his price, so um, you might need him. Um, Roma, if Florenzi plays up, I might take him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see how I take Kolarov. I don't see how Jeko comes anywhere close to making yeah. sense outside of a, a deep GPP lineup, mm-hmm. but. What about you? Uh, they're the only ones I think that you really consider. I mean, otherwise you're just getting desperate. Like yeah. they're not gonna. They don't have a 
Bakayoko type, at least production wise, in that price range. And they do, they do, they have a better version of Bakayoko at fifty five hundred, though. Exactly. Well, that's what I mean. It's fifty five hundred if you're going to pay up for Nangalon, which um, he's a beast. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I mean, he's 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 usually what like seventy five hundred ish ish in uh, Serie A. Mm-hmm. He's usually yeah somewhere around there. I don't know. At least you're getting a discount. Could be worse. Uh, you are, but you can score in a lot of different ways. I'm not going to take an angle in. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, right. I, I'm probably not playing him at Stamford Bridge. But if I don't know if if that's where you end up in in a GPP lineup, I think he could be low owned and and not destroy you even if he doesn't score. And he definitely could score. You would take him over Alonzo, who's 200 bucks more. Um, no, because Alonzo has those free kicks that are healthy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're just other guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's that. But but we're talking, we're talking, I guess Alonzo's going to be pretty low owned anyways, but you're talking about a a guy that literally like could be 2%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a huge play in what could be a very chalky, even in GPP, could be very chalky because people just can't get away from Messi and Neymar. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, all right. that's fair. That's fair. We're gonna we're gonna go for an hour and a half again, and everybody's gonna yell at us. So let's keep moving. <laughs> um, all right. I, did we get the non-big games? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Juve, uh, who haven't been that great. And the guy that I just happened to be looking at in this Nangalong conversation was Marco Sacuña, who uh, we had spoken of on the last podcast. And his, yeah. Um, but he's only fifty-four hundred. And I feel like you'd be more willing to take him than Nangalon, although... Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still believe in the Nangle, I think Nangle, I think Nangalon has more upside, and that's what I'm looking for in, in GPP. Yeah. Low ownership that. and upside. I don't think Acuna has upside here, and I don't... I mean, and I... And I he's a... Like I said before, he's a floor-type player with... without a floor in, right. in this match, and, and that was exactly what happened against Barcelona at two points. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll wait. He'll get hit. He'll get his chances. That was at home too, uh, wasn't it? Hopefully his price keeps driving down. Yeah. They were at home against Barca. Yeah. Um, hopefully his price keeps coming down. I think he's a good player. It's just like you're going against Barcelona and Juventus. And right. It's okay. Yeah. Juventus. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously Dybala, like Dybala is going to be the guy people go to if they don't play Messi and Neymar it seems yeah um he's a good play yeah he I mean 9900 is not cheap uh he had a horrible game against Lazio actually I think he did he start that one he might not have started now that I've said that um but he's been shooting a lot more than last year that's like one thing like we looked at him last year I feel like a lot because he's obviously on set pieces but now he's shooting so much more um Iguain takes, takes penalties ahead of Iguain. Yep, yep. Um, Iguain's at eighty two hundred, and with this slate and the way he's playing, I, I mean, I guess you could make the GPP case for him, but I don't yeah. know. I, I, you can make a great GPP case yeah. for him, but is the case that um, much better than just Mandzukic at sixty nine hundred? Uh I don't know. I, I feel like Iguain's got a better chance of scoring two or three. Two or three, yeah. That's fair. Um, do you look at any of the 
wing guys, Costa or Quadrado? I'll look at him. I wouldn't play him in cash, and I feel like it. it I feel like you're just not gonna end up ticking that far down in GPP. Right. Uh, one guy we talked about, I think, on the last podcast was Matuidi, who scored for he France. Scored, didn't he? He scored for France. <laughs> okay. Which nice goal. I was a game. I was a game early on him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but thirty nine hundred on a big favorite. I feel like he kind of falls into one of those kind of central midfielders that you don't really want to ever consider, but when they're big favorites, you need to at least think about them. Uh, you like him over, I mean, I like him over, I think Kadera will probably start next to him. And not Pjanic. Um, I guess Pjanic could, is he fully I back? I think he's back. He sure burned people. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think Pjanic is still questionable. Yeah, I don't know. He hasn't, I, he hasn't come back since he got pulled since he that late scratch. Okay. So I had seen him projected to play, but I it, it he's not really on my radar either way. Right. He's seventy three hundred or something. And, yeah. Um, I don't see myself playing Matt Tweedy. Like, I don't know. I'd rather take back Yoko. He's a little. He's a little bit more all over the place than, than mm-hmm. Matuidi is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we mentioned Acuna, who you're in, you have no interest in anybody else from sporting? Um, just Dybala. So Dybala actually played very well. He just played 25 minutes against right. Lazio. Right. Um, anyhow, I don't know if you already said that, but I was sitting here trying to find it. Um, sporting, no, I'm not playing sporting. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... Maybe Patricio, if you if you want to fade Juve, and I think he fits kind of, um, if you know if you're looking for a cheap uh, keeper and you don't want to play a keeper against one of your you know against Neymar or Messi, which you know some people do look at, mm-hmm. um, then Patricio is fine. And, and like I said, I think Sporting is a little bit more uh, more well organized than uh, Olympiacos, who. Right you know, just fired their manager and brought back a guy for like the fourth time. <laughs> well, Byron's trying that too. So yeah. Is that your segue? Uh, I, I was actually going to segue to Olympiacos, but I'll segue to Byron right. either way. Anyway, you got uh, it. Yeah. Let's do Byron because I want to talk about Joshua Kimmich. Um, it seems like if he was a midfielder at 6,700, uh, taking, corners for Bayern in this matchup we would jump all over it um does being a defender push you more on him or less on him um I mean it's a tough slate to pay 6700 for a defender yeah but I but I think there's I think there's better 3000 uh or like 3k midfielders than there are 3k defenders so in that sense then there's a lot more uh value in his his position as defender i i mean kim the problem for me with Kimmich psychologically is i i think i've had every single one of his good games i i cannot remember him not coming through for me mm-hmm. but he's he's not cheap nope 6700 is not cheap but mm. they're i mean they're heavy favorites i took him against psg uh and he came through yeah he, I mean, only, helped, he only had 20 him. crosses well yeah they went down big mm-hmm. and you couldn't couldn't really see that coming and it obviously 
you know, perfect story. Hit me, hit me in the face. Um, I would definitely take Kimmich in cash and and be excited about it. I don't know if that's how, how I'm going to end up, but mm-hmm. um, I think he's a very good play. There there aren't a lot of guys that you uh, can't justify here in, in some capacity. Um, I think, you know, I think Komen's going to play. Yep. Komen's, Komen is tricky because he doesn't shoot very much. No. Um, and he does cross a lot. I don't know that he'll get 90. He's coming off a goal and an assist, which, uh, you know, it's not in the DraftKings game log, so that might help a little bit, but I think any uh, any player that does a, a little bit of research is going to see that. Um, right so on he his may be, page. Right on his <laughs> roto wire is the worst. Um, and then, I mean, Tiago's taking some corners. He's too expensive. Yep. James? Um, is he going to start? I, if he starts, he's been amazing per yeah. minute. Um, you'd have to consider James. You'd have to consider Robin Lewandowski, like you said. I mean, the team is sort of built to to cross balls into Lewandowski. Yes. So, and this is the type of thing that uh, I don't know. But if if Celtic is uh, not particularly tall, then that could be a, an interesting angle to take. Mm-hmm. Um, you still, I don't, I don't see how you can play Lewandowski in, in cash uh, with these other guys as options, but that doesn't mean that that he won't burn me in right. somebody else's cash team. <laughs> um, like I, Mueller's just seems like a he's he's like Richie Tenenbaum, like about to take his shoes off and like put his racket down and never play again well i think ancelotti leaving has a is a big plus for him yeah i guess he was in the doghouse yeah he was starting to get out of it actually yeah he was playing a little bit better there's he's just there's something about him i just i don't trust I, um i have i feel that <laughs> that's a that's a kind of hard-hitting analysis that, mm-hmm. that i'm i'm trying to supply here um, Lewandowski is in the same tier on Pickham as Neymar and Messi. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's your that's your Pickham GPP if if those exist, and right. that that's the play there, I guess. Um, but I think other people might flock to that same thought process. I don't know. Um, I think Rudy is a good play, hmm. even even though he scored a goal recently, which is rare and and maybe uh messing with me a little bit because he doesn't really shoot but he's he's a really good player he's not a really good fantasy player generally who do you see him starting for um vidal is questionable okay and i think vidal is probably still depressed like alexis (laughs) uh so you think rudy gets to start ahead of talizo who's one i really like just as a player Uh, not. Yeah, as a player, yeah, I don't know. I guess it could be either one. I mean, like I said, I, I'm I've been I've been really monitoring this 3K midfielder range, and, <laughs> and Rudy is is one of my targets. So. Yeah, he would uh, be a nice. But he might get you four points, or he might get you seven points, or he might score, and and you'll win everything. Hmm. I don't know. Now that's the analysis they come for. He probably wants to score. Really nice, really nice through balls, though. Oh, just not cross. Just not I was going to say we just need to get them 
going uh, east-west instead of north-south. Yeah. Um, all right. Any Celtic guy? Uh, I'm not going to slip Scott Sinclair in there. Yeah, I don't wanna, let's not talk about Scott Sinclair. It's a hands in the air. Uh, okay. Um, Stoppage on goal. Uh, Murdered me. <laughs> Murdered me. Um, I don't think Celtic, yeah. they're not going to touch the ball. And no. Whatever. No, I'm fine with that. Griffith, Griffiths is 4,700, which is funny. Uh, he, he may or may not start. I was going to say, he should be there, right? I mean, he shouldn't yeah. be any more than that. He may not. Probably not any less than that. I don't know. They haven't. I mean, Byron hasn't been that locked down, but I just don't see how Celtic can ever touch the ball. I agree. I agree. Um, all right, let's go to Barcelona. Is there anyone other than Messi? Um, I mean, Suarez obviously not in cash. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been pretty sure. bad for as bad as Iguain has been. Suarez eh, has been equal. Whatever. Bad. He scored two for. For Uruguay, it's not like you forgot how to play. Yeah. Um, and I think that they're going to just annihilate Olympiacos. So mm-hmm. I, I, th- I don't care what he's done been doing. It's not relevant to me. Um, Do you get desperate with any of the other peripheral well, pieces? Whoever else, if depends on what, how they set up. But if somebody else plays up front with them, then yeah. that definitely is uh, is of interest to me. I mean, Roberto. Could or Sergey, Sergey, I think they call him. Um, he could play right wing. Mm-hmm. He could also play right back, which is not fun at right. 5,100. But yeah. if he's a D playing right wing, that's very interesting. Uh, Vidal, too. Yeah, but I was going to say that Vidal looks like he might get the call. Because I think they're. Did they play 4 4 2 last weekend? Yeah, which yeah. is rare. Right, yeah. But I think it's kind of what they need to do. Since they don't really have a third guy that they're they can trust, we don't, at least. We, don't, we don't even have to make fun of De La Feo. He's he's just he's ended his own career. Yeah, he's we done it himself. Don't even have to talk about it. <laughs> we talked well, a lot about ending, him. In the ending, last your, one. ending your ending your career for Barcelona is a little different than ending your career for Everton or right. or wherever else he could also end his career at. Right. But we tried to end it at Milan and went back to Barcelona. He actually was pretty good at Milan. Um, seventy-seven hundred. Uh, yeah, I, I don't play Rakitic. Yeah. I don't play uh, Alba. I don't play, you know, I don't really play any of these guys other than, uh, you know, Messi and Suarez and and maybe Roberto and Vidal. It seems like or Dennis Suarez if he plays. Uh, Dennis Suarez was playing, taking a few corners recently. Yeah, no, I mean he's so. he's good when he plays. Yeah, uh, I guess Paulinho could start. I he don't. Could. He's a little. He's like a Nangolin kind of player, but um, yeah, I don't know. Play Messi. I don't know if you need to do anything else. Mm. I wish Sergio Busquets was a better fantasy player. Right. Like 3,200, he fits in that. They, they need to start start giving you like 2.5 for like perfect through balls. <laughs> right, right. I don't know how they could do that. Um, Olympiakos, Fortunas is cheaper than you've ever seen him in, in a worse matchup than you've ever seen. Kutris <laughs> um, is not the worst play in the world. Hmm. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I'm just telling I'll you. Take that, ben, yeah, not the worst ben in the ben world. In this range, what did he, he had like, what, six or eight points at Juventus. He's a 
3,100 defender playing kind of a wingback role. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he can score points defensively and put in some meaningless, you know, crosses. Screaming endorsement. I don't know. You tell me what you tell me what you're going to play at 3100 at D, and and then we can talk about how much you love Kutras. Uh, <laughs> um, fair enough. Fair enough. Was that the last game? Did we get everything? I don't know. That was right. that was fast. PSG. How, how we we, no, we still got oh, PSG. PSG. Okay, good. So I can uh, break for a minute to thank our sponsors. Play up. Uh, do you want to win prizes by following your favorite sports? Do you think you can pick a better team than the so-called pros, like Tom? Then PlayUp is a place for you. PlayUp offers free daily fantasy sports across the Premier League, NFL, NBA, and more. All you have to do is choose a sport, select your players while remaining under the salary cap, then watch their real-life actions help them rack up points on the live leaderboard. The better your team does, the more prize money you win. Keep entering challenges across the season to make your way up the ultimate champion leaderboard, where sports fans from across the globe compete to determine who has the greatest sporting knowledge. There are always games on, and once you build up your digital wallet, you can enter platinum challenges, which are higher risk but offer much higher rewards. Get to playup.com for the most realistic daily fantasy experience across all your favorite sports. All right. PSG. Neymar? Yep. Or, uh, oh, let me, let's not talk about Neymar yet. Um, who's the one that you think you would go to first for a GPP lineup between Cavani and Mbappe? <sighs> um, I have kind price. of a personal distaste for Cavani, so I feel like I'm a little biased against this. But Cavani's at 10-1 and Mbappe's at 8,900. Yeah, I think it's going to end up being... Uh, it, that's tough. I think Cavani's going to be lower owned with a higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. And Mbappe is more fun to play because he's not Cavani. Because he's more fun. <laughs> not even giving Mbappe the benefit of being exciting himself. Just he's independently just fun. <laughs> um, um, no, I think everybody kind of hates Cavani because, well, I'm sure people have had more success with him than I have. But I feel like every time I play him, it's the ones where he's just like, you know, missing just point blank goals. Yeah. Um, but you, he gets in great positions. Like he's, his, his XG is always as high as anybody. And and he goes on great runs and Neymar can find him and, uh, they hugged it out and I think they're really good friends now. So everything's fine. You can't miss big chances if you don't put yourself in a position to get that big chance. There you go. That's like something like Gretzky said, (laughs) just like Gretzky. Uh, does anything change your opinion about them? If Di Maria starts, I think it's a it's a takeoff of Neymar. I don't know. Um, like if Di Maria starts, does that make you now think consider Di Maria? I, well, less do you consider Di Maria, and more do you now not have to play Neymar? That's what I said. I think it's oh. a take off of Neymar. Oh, it's a, okay. Okay, take so, down from for gotcha, Neymar. Gotcha. Um, he's still Neymar. Yeah, uh, his his ceiling would stay intact. Really, I mean. You're missing a couple crosses, mm-hmm. but could even be um, higher the ceiling. I uh, guess. Well, because because Di Maria is a better creator than right. Mbappe. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I it wouldn't change my analysis enough. I don't. I don't know that that he would get to a position where I would play Dybala over him. Um, Agreed. Though, 
you know, arguments could certainly be made. I mean, Neymar is away. Uh, he is. And, and if he was potentially sharing set pieces, then that's, you know, a ding. But I don't know. I think that's probably overthinking it. <clears throat> Any of the peripheral, meaning really just the guys behind? I mean, it seems like if you're going to uh, pay... 50 if you're gonna pay 6200 for Danny Alves or 5900 for Munier you may as well just pay up for Kimmich yeah it's uh you know if 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 you like the rest of your team and you don't want to fully punt keeper and you think Alves can hang with Kimmich I think I don't think that's crazy um I mean we've all we've all seen what Munier can do as a wingback for Belgium, but uh, we haven't seen that replicated really with PSG yet. No. Um, I mean, you're a big Rabiot guy. Uh, I mentioned Rabiot once to you. It, that's a lot. Yeah. For, most people don't talk about Rabiot. He had an assist. Yeah, I, I should have played Rabiot. Yeah, well, can't win them all. No, but um, he's done nothing since then, so... It's not like that was the so beginning he's, of so some sort due. of tear. He's due. That's right. Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta think like a contrarian a little bit. <laughs> um, um, Anderlecht, uh, I mean, even at home, I, I think just, just PSG has not really shown weakness yet mm-hmm. this year since they've got Neymar. Yep. Um, I still don't know how to pronounce it. I, I kind of like that keeper at home versus the ones that are away, but it, I don't know if uh, keeper's stupid, but uh, we were right about trouble. Um, yeah. When Stanchu ended up not playing, uh, trouble took a couple set pieces. He wasn't great. It wasn't. I mean, he for his price, he was fine. It was yep. just like it was, you know, in Champions League, two uh, x or two and a half x doesn't really get you very far. No. Um, well, if you're, you know, thirty six hundred well, or right, whatever. Right. I appreciate you saying us because that I had nothing to do with that. That was all your. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't argue with me like you did about most most of my guys that I brought up. Um, that's fair. Um, I don't. Everything else here is a reach. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just don't. I don't. I don't see them doing anything. Doing a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I think is reasonable to to expect when they're home against. Uh... Arguably the best attack. How are we doing on time? Are we under an hour? We are. Should we should we try to race through a? Uh, should we do a pick 'em draft? I'll make a team and and you can send me a head to head. Sure. Um, I'll give you first pick. In. I'll give you first pick. I haven't even looked at the tiers yet. There's six tiers. I'll give you first pick in one, three, and five. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to take Messi. I like that. Um, <laughs> I'll go, I'll go with, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Neymar since we're playing head to head. This is my cash pick em team. Okay. Even though my cash pick em team probably has Messi on it. Uh, all right. So I have first pick here and I guess I have to take Dabala. You have to, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm tempted to just troll both of us and take Cavani, but I'm going to take Suarez. All right. So you've got Messi and Suarez. You got yeah. you got to you pick them stack. Yeah. Um. All right. 
You're I up. would never take Messi and Suarez, though. Why not? GPP, you would. Not in cash, I guess. Right. I'm playing you. Cash, cash pick them. Cash pick them, I guess the chalk already is Messi, Dybala. Right. These are just chalk. It's just a chalkboard, every, each one. <laughs> um, all right. So tier three. Um, that's a weird tier. I guess they all get weird at this point. Um, yeah, then this is when it gets a little more fun. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Robin, but I'm gonna regret not taking Hamas. Nice. But, but I'm gonna take Robin. Well, one of one of them probably won't start. Well, not guaranteed, but certainly one of them might not start. Mm-hmm. I guess Mueller. I guess Mueller. Of those three, two of them probably will start. Right. Um. Well, I, I definitely will want to play the guy that you're going to regret not taking. So I'll I'll take Hamez. Okay. We didn't even mention Mkhitaryan before. <sighs> He's not on my radar. Me neither. He just happened to be the guy right above Robin, so I figured. And he's really that. he's a really good player. I just I I don't know. I don't I I the lineup I saw didn't even have him projected to play. Uh, to I think that's. Well, I think that would be super. Who they they have? Lingard. Um, Herrera was in. Isn't he in anyway though? Three, four, two, one. Three, four. Yeah, wouldn't. Matic, Matic, and Herrera. Right. Ata and Rashford, and Lukaku. Three at the back. Huh. I don't know. It might not be right. Interesting. And Ash Young, Ash Young and Blind. Right. 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 Okay. All right. Tier four, I'm going to take. Um, this is mine, right? Yeah, four is mine. Um, no, four's, no, four's yeah, yours. Excuse me. One, three, five. That's, yeah, yeah. that's very fortunate for you because this is a terrible tier. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to take De La Feo. Really? I'm not going to take De La Feo. Okay. okay. Man. Um, I mean, you're going to take. you're going to take Fabregas. If I don't take Fabregas, I'll I'll let you have him. I'll take Quadrado. Hmm. I kind of thought you were going to go Martial. Uh, well, I, just, I guess I just don't have him starting. I would love Martial. Well, I mean, I don't think you're bound to play a bench guy if they don't start. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But I I don't know. I guess. Well, it's more if you knew it. When lineups come out, Martial and Fabregas are both in. Who do you take? In cash? Yeah. Uh, probably Fabregas. Okay. And you don't take Quadrado over Fabregas. I don't know, man. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not, but I don't know. I might. I do some stupid stuff, right? Hmm. Every once in a while. No, I'd probably take Fabregas. You're yeah, right. Take Fabregas. Okay, fine. That's who you want. Is he our, is he our chalk play, then? It's He's our cash play. So we've got Messi, Dybala... Uh, Robin Fabregas is our team, but not against each other. Right. All right. Keep going. Um, so five, um, I think you have to take Kimmich. Yeah. And that's fine. Cause I'd rather have Patina to beat you. Kimmich's a better play. <laughs> I'll um, take Patina though. Okay. Patina is a good consolation price. It is. Is there anybody else in that? That you would even you were even thinking about? Um, There's literally not a I, single one I'm thinking about. In that I mean, Alves would be 
the GPP guy, I guess, outside of those two, if Vitinho is not the GPP guy. I mean, Kimmich right. is, Kimmich, by virtue of being at the top in that gaudy 18.9 um, and probably being the best play and having a great floor and a good ceiling, like, he's going to be very highly owned and pick him, and mm. rightfully so. So pretty much anybody else you take is going to have some leverage over him if uh, if Vitinho scores. Right. Okay. Or all of us can score too. He can. He can. Uh, all right. So I this get, one is mine. I get tier six. I don't know. You just you just picked. You just yeah. picked Kimmich. Yeah, I know who you're taking in this tier anyway. Um, I don't know if you do. Okay. I'm taking Kingsley Coman. Is yeah, that you? Of course you are. <laughs> all right. And you're gonna take Munia. Um. Come on. Who else are you going to take? You're not taking Alonzo over him. You're not taking Kurzawa over Munier. No. I mean, Munier may not play. If right. So then you That's can, what I mean, yeah. And um, you can pivot, but... Um, I mean, I... I guess... That gets cr- ugly fast. Sandro, maybe? That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, he's fine. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. Yeah. But you're right; it gets ugly really fast. Yeah, it's a, but this is an interesting exercise, right? Like at least, you know. Yeah. You have to think about things that maybe you weren't thinking about building your regular lineups. Right. I'm not sure it helped at all, actually. Is that going to be a DraftKings ad for Pickham? It's not terrible. <laughs> maybe this is the start of me figuring out Pickham. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I, I I also I also won money today, which. Uh, it seems like very possible to lose money. So once that happened, I probably wouldn't like it. Um, that exercise right there was a lot more fun than trying to figure out how to fit Messi and Neymar <laughs> together, though. Yeah, that felt. But bad. now, but now, if, but now you're just gonna you're gonna debate whether to play Messi or Neymar, and then and then just be tilting about whichever one was wrong. Well, I the the benefit is that I I'm not sure how much the other tiers there were like drastic. Um, differences like th- there was no like messy Neymar in any of the other tiers in terms of like it could go either way and so I could just play half I could play <laughs> tiers two through six the same and then just play half with Messi and half with Neymar you're, you're, arbitra- you're arbitraging pick him already look at you right right and then you're Lewandowski pick, will score you're five you're gonna be a pick him pro uh, I doubt it because yeah. I just doubt it but yeah. we'll see yeah. all right um if anybody wants to follow up, Tom, do you even talk to people on Twitter, or do you just lurk? Uh, mostly lurk. I, I think I'll, I'll vaguely will comment on things, but okay. Uh, but you are in the Rotorwire Slack chat, so people can find you there. Uh, and if anybody wants to get in the Slack chat, just uh, email me Andrew at Rotorwire.com. Thank you to our sponsors, PlayUp.com, and Tom. Good luck tomorrow. Hey, you as well, man. We'll, we'll see you in the uh, in the Pick'em head to head. It'll be a big one. Yeah. You gotta unblock me first, so. Oh, right. Right. Probably not, though. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. 
But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.